Good morning. Welcome to St. Andrew Lutheran Church, and especially if this is your first time here, thank you for coming, and we hope you hear something that speaks to you today, that draws you closer to God and God's love for you. Today we celebrate the baptism of Jesus. It's a story that we get in every single gospel, but we get Matthew's version today. In all of the other passages, you will hear God's voice speaking. Sometimes people wonder how, what God's voice would say if God's voice was speaking. Well, today in the passages, God speaks. So listen for that voice and for what God might be saying to your heart. It's also a special day for Haley Mae Sattler. She brought her whole family and all her friends. So welcome to all of you for her, her baptism day. We're so thankful that she's, she can be folded into the body of Christ here this morning. It's kind of a special day for that because it's the celebration of Jesus's as well. So uh, we'll reflect on the gift of baptism today. It's also a special day for Carson Elliott. It's his first communion today. So if you see Carson, he has a cross around his neck today. Uh, wish him well as he comes to the Lord's table for the first time. A few announcements to highlight. My favorite annual event is coming up um, in just a couple of weeks. The deadline is today, but there's a, a grace period um, you'd have till tomorrow or Wednesday, um, through Wednesday, let's say, to register for the midwinter retreat. This is for students in grades three through six. It's a weekend retreat for students and parents. It's really good fun. Lots of games out in the snow and inside. We stay in a winterized lodge with the fireplaces. Um, it's good fun. And so we'd love to have as many people possible attend to that this week. The, this time the theme is water walking. We're talking about faith and what does faith actually look like when you put it to the test. Um, so if anybody would like to register for that, it's not too late. If today is not a good day to do that, you have to Wednesday, and you can find more information online. Exploring faith through the small catechism begins. For anybody who's interested in the process of baptism or confirmation as an adult, maybe you missed that uh, rite of passage or, or um, chapter in your life of faith, we'd love to bring you on board. Um, and this is a great way to just put your foot in the water and test and see if that's something you'd like to do. Or if you didn't grow up Lutheran and you'd like to have a better understanding of what it means to be a Lutheran, this class is free and it's starting this coming weekend on January 18th. And to register, uh, simply contact Pastor Jen Hoffman and her details are in the bulletin. Finally, next week, uh, my good friend Chef Kirchel from Helky Funeral Home will be here with me at 1045 to have a conversation about uh, funeral planning and, and what happens when a loved one dies. Um, Jeff is not a part of any sales team. He doesn't do any pre-planning. He's just a funeral director, and, and so he knows the process really, really well. And so he and I will be sharing conversation, most likely in the chapel at 1045 next week. And if you are not able to make it, but you'd like to have some of the paperwork that we have on hand at St. Andrew, you can um, email the office or call the office, and we'll have that available for you. With that, let's stand together and center our hearts for worship as we begin with the confession and forgiveness, which is found on page 94, the small numbers at the front of the hymnal. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, God of all mercy and consolation. Come to the help of your people, turning us from sin to live for you alone. Give us the power of your Holy Spirit 
that we may confess our sin, receive your forgiveness, and grow into the fullness of Jesus Christ, our Savior and Lord. Amen. Let us confess our sin in the presence of God and of one another. Most merciful God, we confess that we are captive to sin and cannot free ourselves. We have sinned against you in thought, word, and deed by what we have done and by what we have left undone. We have not loved you with our whole heart. We have not loved our neighbors as ourselves. For the sake of your Son, Jesus Christ, have mercy on us. Forgive us, renew us, and lead us so that we may delight in your will and walk in your ways to the glory of your holy name. Amen. In the mercy of Almighty God, Jesus Christ was given to die for us. And for his sake, God forgives us all our sins. As a called and ordained minister of the Church of Christ, and by his authority, I therefore declare to you the entire forgiveness of all your sins in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Let us join together in singing our gathering song, number 448. four for Holy Communion begins with the Kyrie found on page 107 at the front of your hymnals. I'm sorry, 147. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you all. Sure. 
comfort and defend us, gracious Lord. Amen. Glory to God in the highest and peace to God's people on earth. Lord God, heavenly King, almighty Let us pray. O God, our Father, at the baptism of Jesus, you proclaimed him your beloved Son and anointed him with the Holy Spirit. Make all who are baptized into Christ faithful to their calling to be your daughters and sons and empower us all with your Spirit through Jesus Christ, our Savior and Lord who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. You may be seated, and I'd invite the children to come forward. Joel, can you find the song we usually do at baptisms? want to see if these guys remember it and know it. I want to talk to you guys a little bit about baptism today, which is kind of a funny word. So can you say that with me? Baptism? Baptism. What is baptism all about? What do you know about baptism? Getting born. Getting born. In a different way. Yeah, it is kind of like getting born. Being blessed by Jesus. What is it about? When I got that, when I was a baby. You got baptized when you were a baby? Yeah. What else do you know about baptism? Yeah. That you go into God's family. That, yep, that you go into God's family. That happened to you when you were a baby too? Yeah. You use water on your head and you did the sign of the cross. Can everybody do the sign of the cross on their forehead? Just one up and down and one over and across. That's the sign of the cross. And when you were baptized, that was put on your head. Haley's over there. Let's see if her mom can give us a wave. You guys see Haley? She's over there. She's going to be baptized today, and we're going to put water on her head, and we're going to put a cross on her head. And what do you think that means more than anything else? Yeah. That she's part of God's family. Yeah. That she's loved by God always. Always, yes. When I was in my mom's, when I was at the point, there was a chair at a mule. Mommy nursed me in that sail. Yeah. 
Yep, she fed you and made sure that you had all the love you need, and that's what God does for us, is make sure we have all the love we need. There's a song we sing, and Joel's going to start to play it, and let's see if you can sing along, if you know the words. Name that tune. Do you know that song? Jesus loves me. Let's sing it together, okay? Jesus loves me, this I know. So that song was sung. If you were baptized here, that song was sung over you at your baptism. And you might ask your family what your baptism day was like. If you cried, if you were happy, if you smiled, if you were wearing anything special. You might ask and see if there are pictures from that day. Because today today's all about baptism and especially about Jesus' baptism. And remember, if you nothing else, the one thing baptism means is that God loves you no matter what so let's have a prayer the lord be with you thank you god for the gift of love and baptism we pray that we might remember your love for us every single day through your son jesus christ our lord in his name we pray amen thanks for coming up you guys you can head back to your seats or you can go to sunday school Today's first reading is from Isaiah. Here is my servant, whom I uphold, my chosen in whom my soul delights. I have put my spirit upon him. He will bring forth justice to the nations. He will not cry or lift up his voice or make it heard in the street. A bruised reed he will not break, and a dimly burning wick he will not quench. He will faithfully bring forth justice. He will not grow faint or be crushed until he has established justice in the earth and the coastlands wait for his teaching. Thus says God, the Lord, who created the heavens and stretched them out, who spread out the earth and what comes from it, who gives breath to the people upon it and spirit to those who walk in it. I am the Lord. I have called you in righteousness. I have taken you by the hand and kept you. I have given you as a covenant to the people, a light to the nations, to open the eyes that are blind, to bring out the prisoners from the dungeon, from the prison those who sit in darkness. I am the Lord, that is my name, my glory I give to no other, nor my praise to idols. See, the former things have come to pass, and new things I now declare before they spring forth. I tell you of them. The word of the Lord.
Thanks be to God. Psalm 29 is designated for today, and we'll read responsibly by a whole verse. If you turn the hymnal to the side, you'll find a strike. That's the psalm section. We'll read Psalm 29 responsibly by whole verse. Ascribe to the Lord, you gods. Ascribe to the Lord glory and strength. The voice of the Lord is upon the waters. The God of glory thunders. The Lord is upon the mighty waters. The voice of the Lord breaks the cedar trees. The Lord breaks the cedars of Lebanon. The voice of the Lord bursts forth in lightning flashes. The voice of the Lord makes the oak trees writhe and strips the forest bare, and in the temple of the Lord all are crying glory. O Lord, give strength to your people. Give them, O Lord, the blessing of peace. A reading from Acts. Peter began to speak to Cornelius and his household. I truly understand that God shows no partiality, but in every nation anyone who fears him and does what is right is acceptable to him. You know the message he sent to the people of Israel, preaching peace by Jesus Christ. He is Lord of all. That message spread throughout Judea, beginning in Galilee, after the baptism that John announced, how God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Spirit and with power, how he went about doing good and healing all who were oppressed by the devil. For God was with him. We are witnesses to all that he did, both in Judea and in Jerusalem. They put him to death by hanging him on a tree, but God raised him on the third day and allowed him to appear, not to all people, but to us who were chosen by God as witnesses, and who ate and drank with him after he rose from the dead. He commanded us to preach to the people and to testify that he is the one ordained by God as judge of the living and the dead. All the prophets testify about him that everyone who believes in him receives forgiveness of sins through his name. The word of the Lord. According to Matthew, Jesus came from Galilee to John at the Jordan to be baptized by him. John would have prevented him, saying, I need to be baptized by you, and do you come to me? But Jesus answered him, Let it be so now, for it is proper for us in this way to fulfill all righteousness. Then he consented, and when Jesus had been baptized, Just as he came up from the water, suddenly the heavens were opened to him, 
And he saw the Spirit of God descending like a dove and alighting on him. And a voice from heaven said, This is my Son, the Beloved, with whom I am well pleased. This is the Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, O Christ. You may be seated. About two millennia ago, the world was experiencing the span of intentional peace. For the most part, it was due to this movement that was called the Pax Romana, or the Peace of Rome. And the Peace of Rome was this 200-year period in history from about 27 BC to about 180 in the current era. And it was a time when people were intentional about keeping peace. So Rome sought to have stability with other nations. It was during this span of peace that Jesus was born in a Roman principate, which is why throughout the gospel you'll get different types of Roman leaders, people like Pontius Pilate, but you'll also get more regional names, people like Herod or the high priest elites. This was a miracle because for several centuries there was no peace. There was always a war being fought by someone somewhere as Rome was expanding. The wars were frequent, and they were many, and they were horrible, and they were a way of life. So it made it kind of challenging for Emperor Augustus to teach and encourage peace as this acceptable way, because no one had any recollection or experience of peace in their lifetime. The challenge that he faced was to convince the whole Roman world that the prosperity that they could achieve by the absence of warfare was better for the empire in the long run than the wealth and the honor that was associated with fighting these risky wars. And yet the peace of Rome came with this price for those who were not part of the central leading authority. Roman taxes is what this meant. Roman propaganda, Roman religion, Roman culture were spreading and infiltrating everything at the expense and sometimes even at the loss of the local expression of authority and culture. And that created a lot of unrest in people because it was supposed to be a peaceful time and there was this tension that they were feeling within them and in their local context. So this is the context with which the baptism of Jesus is taking place. Not in Jerusalem, not in Nazareth, not in Bethlehem, but out there in the wilderness, in the context of creation, at the River Jordan. The zealots of that day were looking for a warrior king that would come and kick Rome out and help them recover their autonomous way of worship and life. They were actually the ones pondering the start of this war. And it makes me think of how every time in history there is that constant tension and struggle for where our peace is sourced. I look at the news and I see Australia, and I see Puerto Rico, and I see significant unrest in Iran and the Middle East, and I see impeachment proceedings circling into and out of the news. It's peaceful here for the most part in Wausau, 
That tension between experiencing peace, even if something within our own hearts is at war, is a question that I'd like for us to ponder today as we consider the baptism of Jesus, where at the Jordan River, the place where the people of God so long ago walked into the promised land, Jesus begins his ministry by humbling himself in the water, by joining with us to share a common entry point to the start of faith in baptism. The light of that Bethlehem star had faded, Joseph's dream, Mary's obedience, that was decades ago. In the Gospel of Luke, we learn that Jesus was about 30 when he started his ministry. So if you're 29 or 30 right now, if you can imagine starting this massive ministry... That's where Jesus was. So like in the world today, the people who were coming to be baptized by John were, in the words of biblical scholar Joy Moore, no less divided, no less distracted, no less distraught than you or than me. John's main message that he was preaching at the top of chapter 3 in Matthew is repentance because God's kingdom was near. Not Caesar's kingdom, not Herod's kingdom, it was God's kingdom that was near. So to be baptized and to repent was to reject the politics of the day as the source of peace. To reject social commitments as a place where real life would be found. To reset people in the water of renewal and the forgiveness and grace of God. And here is John feeling unworthy to baptize his savior. But he is convinced by Jesus that he is in fact worthy, that he has a role to play. And John consents to baptize his Lord, who is declared the beloved son of God by a voice from the heavens. That baptism of repentance in Jesus' own words is a precedent to the baptism of the death he would experience on the cross. So today we celebrate the baptism of our Lord. And in the context of the season of Epiphany, we pause together to recognize that that might be the place where God offers us the most profound peace, as impossible as it seems, and as ordinary as it seems, that God's peace and God's presence is mediated to us in the gift of baptism. And we are so fortunate to have a baptism today, to be able to hear those words again, anew. So if you are not yet baptized, I'd like to ask you for just a moment to consider the possibility and to consider this an invitation to be open to being washed in that same water and having the same starting point as Christ. And if you are baptized, I'd like to remind you of the profound gift that it can be for you every single day. Because in this difficult and broken and wonderful world, it is a powerful thing to have a day in your history and in human history when it was spoken with certainty and recorded on paper who you are, that you are washed into God's family, given a name, and that your name and God's name are spoken together, and you are sealed with a promise that would never, ever go away. No matter what would happen any other day in your life, 
You have God's presence and peace inside of you with every single breath that you breathe. So baptism, what in the world is it? At least in our understanding. We have so many here and we can see it as something that makes worship five minutes longer, which it is. We can see it as a rite of passage for a child that is born, which it is. It can certainly function like a naming ceremony or an important tradition. Others see baptism as preparation for death and assurance of heaven. Pastor Craig used to start baptism orientation by saying, it's not fire insurance. (laughs) But Dan Erlander in the book, Baptized We Live, reminds us of a Lutheran understanding of baptism in this beautiful and simple way. And he says this, through water, God touches a weak and vulnerable crown of his creation and says, yes, yes, you are incorporated into the body of Christ. Yes, you are adopted into the covenant people. Yes, you are called and chosen. You are saved. And if anyone ever asks, have you been born again? You can say yes. You are forgiven. Yes, you are free to live without excuses. You are set aside to be a minister of God. You are marked with the cross of Christ forever. You are given the gift of the Holy Spirit. United with Christ, you have that same starting place he did. And we are brought together all the way to and through the end of death and into life with him. And Erlander continues, because of your baptism... Never does your status before God depend on how you feel. Never does your status before God depend on having the right religious experience or being free of doubt or depend on what you accomplish or don't or on your success or your position. Baptism is a beginning of a way of life to be lived in a world of death and brokenness. Baptism is a promise that we cannot and will not ever be separated from God's love. The kids had it right. Baptism is about our connection with the communion of saints, that we will never be separated from the ones that we've loved who have gone before. It's an unbreakable gift that never fails, never erodes, never is nullified. It's a once-for-all kind of thing, and it sticks. So if you're fortunate to have a parent or a godparent living, I would invite you to ask them about what they remember of your baptism. Who was there? What was said? What was the weather like? Were you crying? What did you wear? Get a picture, and if you have a picture, frame it. If you have a certificate, look for it. Find the date. Put it in your calendar as a reoccurring annual event to celebrate the day in your history when you were told who God was. When you wash your face in the morning, mark your head with a cross and remember that there's not a day that goes by where you can ever mess up enough to erase God's vision of who you are. And God sees you today as God saw you in baptism. Beloved, made right, Renewed, forgiven no matter what life would bring. Whether the world around us is at peace or in turmoil matters not. Whether the heart within you is at peace or in turmoil can be ministered to 
the power that is your own baptism in this world of uncertainty and change. And Jesus is baptized himself. And by being baptized, he fulfills all righteousness, which is a fancy churchy way of saying he makes it right. He makes us right and allows the circle to be complete. It's the first thing he does long before any healings are mentioned, long before the miracle of feeding hungry people, long before he would teach and preach a different kind of way for the lowly and the poor. He is humbled and he sinks below water to share a same beginning. It's that simple and that mysterious. And then his ministry begins. And the same is true for you. What power God has placed within you through the Holy Spirit. It's that yes from God that is yours again today and worth sharing. And one final thing. If you want to be baptized and aren't, let's talk about it. And let's do it. And we'll all be here with you. Thanks be to God. Amen. Let's stand and sing. be seated and I'd invite you to turn to page 227 at the front of your hymnals for the order of holy baptism for Haley May Sattler. In baptism, our gracious heavenly father frees us from sin and death by joining us to the death and resurrection of our Lord Jesus Christ. We are born children of a fallen humanity, but by water and the Holy Spirit, we are reborn children of God and made members of the church, the body of Christ. Living with Christ and in the communion of saints, we grow in faith, love, and obedience to the will of God. We present Haley May for baptism. 
called by the Holy Spirit, trusting in the grace and love of God, do you desire to have Haley May baptized into Christ? As you bring her to receive the gift of baptism, you're entrusted with responsibilities to live with Haley May among God's faithful people, to bring her to the word of God and the Holy Supper, to teach her the Lord's Prayer, the Creed and the Ten Commandments, to place in her hands the Holy Scriptures, and to nurture her in faith and prayer so that Haley May may learn to trust God, proclaim Christ the word and deed, care for others in the world God made, and work for justice and peace. Do you promise to help Haley May grow in the Christian faith and life? We do. Sponsors, do you promise to nurture Haley May in the Christian faith as you are empowered by God's spirit and to help her live in the covenant of baptism and in communion with the church? We do. People of God, do you promise to support Haley May and pray for her and her new life in Christ? I ask you to stand. I ask you to profess your faith in Christ Jesus, reject sin, and confess the faith of the church. Do you renounce the devil and all the forces that defy God? Do you renounce the powers of this world that rebel against God? Do you renounce the ways of sin that draw you from God? Do you believe in God the Father? Do you believe in Jesus Christ, the Son of God? I believe in Jesus Christ, God's only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended to the dead. On the third day he rose again. He ascended into heaven. He is seated at the right hand of the Father. And he will come to judge the living and the dead. Do you believe in God, the Holy Spirit? I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. The Lord be with you. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. We give you thanks, O God, for in the beginning your spirit moved over the waters, and by your word you created the world, calling forth life in which you took delight. Through the waters of the flood, you delivered Noah and his family. And through the sea, you led your people Israel from slavery into freedom. In the river Jordan, your son was baptized by John and anointed with the Holy Spirit. By the baptism of Jesus' death and resurrection, you set us free from the power of sin and death and raise us up to live in you. Pour out your Holy Spirit, the power of your living word, that those who are washed in the waters of baptism may be given new life. To you be given honor and praise through Jesus Christ, our Lord, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, now and forever. Amen. You may be seated. Haley May, I baptize you in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. And together we say... You belong to Christ, in whom you have been baptized. Alleluia. Let us pray. We give you thanks, O God, that through water and the Holy Spirit, you give your daughters and sons new birth, cleanse them from sin, and raise them to eternal life. Sustain Haley May with the gift of your Holy Spirit, the spirit of wisdom and understanding, the spirit of counsel and might, the spirit of knowledge and fear of the Lord, the spirit of joy in your presence, both now and forever. Amen.
Haley May, child of God, you have been sealed by the Holy Spirit. You have been marked with the cross of Christ forever. Amen. Haley May, let your light so shine before others that they may see your good works and glorify your Father in heaven. Let us welcome Haley May, the newly baptized, with these words. We welcome you into the body of Christ and into the mission we share. Join us in giving thanks and praise to God and bearing God's creative and redeeming word to all the world. You may stand for prayer. Let us pray. Renewing God, thank you for the gift of baptism. Give your church boldness to proclaim your promises. Tear down obstacles of injustice so that your word of hope reaches the ends of the earth. Lord, in your mercy. Almighty God, we rejoice in the glory of your creation. The beauty of rivers and streams, glaciers and oceans, lakes and ponds. Bring restoration to your earth and free us from overuse and abuse of water, air, and land. Lord, in your mercy. God of peace, we give thanks for order in the midst of chaos, though we long for greater justice in our world. Raise up wise and compassionate servant leaders so that all experience your reign of peace. Lord, in your mercy. Holy God, thank you for the powerful healing we witness through doctors and nurses, medication, therapy, and holistic means. Break through clouds of pain and anguish with your voice of comfort. Proclaim hope to all who despair or grieve and send healing to all who are sick, especially those on our prayer list, those for whom a candle has been lit, and those we name in our hearts. Lord, in your mercy. God of courage, we rejoice in this community of hope. Strengthen all who are preparing for baptism and renew the faith of sponsors, mentors, parents, grandparents, friends, and all who guide the newly baptized in this life of joy. Lord, in your mercy. God of hope, unleash your spirit to increase our trust in you. We give thanks for the lives of the saints who inspire us with lives of baptismal witness. Lord, in your mercy. We place our prayers before you, God, united in your spirit, through your beloved Son, Jesus Christ, our Savior and Lord. Amen. The peace of Christ be with you always. We share Christ's peace with one another.
Let us pray. God of all creation, all you have made is good, and your love endures forever. You bring forth bread from the earth and fruit from the vine. Nourish us with these gifts that we might be for the world signs of your gracious presence. In Jesus Christ, our Savior and Lord. Amen. The Lord be with you. It is indeed right, our duty and our joy, that we should at all times and in all places give thanks and praise to you, almighty and merciful God, through our Savior, Jesus Christ. By the leading of a star, he was shown forth to all nations. In the waters of the Jordan, you proclaimed him your beloved son. And in the miracle of water turned to wine, he revealed your glory. And so with all the choirs of angels, with the church on earth and the hosts of heaven, we praise your name and join their unending hymn. in which he was betrayed our lord jesus took bread gave thanks broke it and gave it to his disciples saying take and eat this is my body given for you do this for the remembrance of me and again after supper he took the cup gave thanks and gave it for them all to drink saying this is the cup of the new covenant of my blood shed for you and for all people for the forgiveness of sin do this for the remembrance of me gathered into one by the holy spirit let us pray as jesus taught us Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Taste and see that the Lord is good. You may be seated. Communion today is received by intinction, simply taking a piece of bread and dipping it into the wine, receiving both elements at once. If you'd prefer a blessing, simply come forward with your arms across your chest. There's a gluten-free grape juice station available by the font. This is Christ's table. All are welcome.
get it. You just yeah, just watch it and then you can see. It'll turn green. You'll, I know. It's all right. You're fine.
and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ strengthen you and keep you in his grace. Amen. Let us pray. Faithful God, you have kept your promise to us in this meal, nourishing us with the gift of salvation. Now send your servants forth in peace that we may testify to your goodness and share the hope and peace that is ours in Jesus Christ, our Savior and Lord. Amen. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord's face shine on you with grace and mercy. The Lord look upon you with favor and give you peace. Amen. Our sending song number 449.
great. 